0: Visit roberthalf.com today.
1: Ladies and gents, welcome back once again. All things covered with yours truly, (laughs) me too, Brian McFadden, (laughs) B-Mac. You guys know what time it is. It's a great day to be a Minnesota Viking. It's a great day to play for the team. It's a great day to cheer for the team. Skull Nation, Ah. stand up. The Vikings improved to an outstanding record, one of the best in the National Football League, 8-1. and one. Bill's recap, there's so much we can talk about, Pat P. Vikings winning in <laughs> overtime 33-30, to 30. potentially. Right now, as we've seen it so far, it's the game of the year. I don't know if there's another game that could top what you were just a part of this past Sunday in Buffalo, but as we see it, like I said, right now, Game of the year. If you beg to differ, let us know. Hit us in the comments. Let you know what game was better than what we just saw this past Sunday. The score was 33 to 30. My prediction, I was off 24 19. But most importantly, I hit on the Vikings winning. That's what I said. That's what I hit on. So I'm okay if I'm off a little bit as long as the Vikings continue to win. And with that being said, as we get into our show, Pat P said, as long as the Vikings continue to win, Pat P, what you gonna do for a fan?
0: Man, actually, I just signed that hat yesterday. Okay, hat. You, okay. I just need, I just need to know where I need to send it, you know, and it, and it will be there.
1: Yes, sir. Fans, listeners, you guys heard it from yours truly. We keep winning. He keeps signing. We keep giving. December yes, is sir. almost here. With that being said, we will be giving as long as the Vikings keep winning. That's a great thing. And, that, and Pat P said he don't mind giving when they keep winning. That's a big, big, big gesture coming from yours truly. But Pat P, all sorts of spots to talk, to start with. But I think the perfect place to begin our show in regards to the Bills recap, mm-hmm. uh, your game-changing interception with 10:42 left in the fourth quarter. Fourth right. quarter, number one, Sean McDermott, already up 10, fourth and two, a long two, by the way, decided to go for it. Clearly, in my opinion, I was like, coaches do this all the time. Take the points, go up two possessions, to say the least. He decided to go for it. Granted, you guys stay on the football field, the, the defense, you bow your back, <clears throat> play outstanding football. Talk. Take us through that 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 big time game changing interception because it wasn't just about catching the football and getting an interception pat people. It was about stealing momentum away from Buffalo and then being able to jumpstart your offense to do something that they had issues doing from time to time, which to put points on the scoreboard. Take us through that. Break down that play in your return. And also too, you know, you know, I got, I got, I got to mess with you. If it looked like your legs gave out again,
0: man, I knew you were gonna say that, man. Man, it was a ten play drive, man. Jesus Christ, nobody gave me the benefit of the doubt that I'm out there every single play. Them boys drove the ball from, I think, the 20 with three minutes left in the dang on third quarter, all the way down there, 10 minutes to go in the fourth. But my legs didn't go out, Matt. I think that okay. carpet monster got me, man. Well, it felt well, good. I- it wasn't like my. It wasn't like if my legs would have went out, I would have felt like I was cramping like the rest of the game. I felt good. Okay, as long you feel monster. good? I, I got a little nervous because
1: I remember a year ago when you messed up your hamstring and I remember yeah. you talked about the Miami mm-hmm. situation. We got the pig as well. So when yeah. I when, I, when I saw you, I was like, oh, I, the way how you went down, it was a little... It
0: seemed a little nah, weird. It, it was more like, nah, Miami's was good. I think okay. it was more like a carpet monster than anything, to be quite honest with you. Because... It was like I saw Josh Allen on my left, Harrison Phillips, through a a whiff of a block. Mm -hmm. Then I saw 73 coming right here, caving in on me. So in my mind, I was like, should I cut back? Should I keep going? So I was very indecisive. But anyway, nah, Mahamish is good, though, man. Yeah, break break down the play for us. Oh, but yeah, the play, man, on that play, um, yeah, it was fourth and two. You know, at, at that point, evidently those guys were trying to go for the dagger, you know, and it was just put the dagger in, in us, you know, just, just take all the air out of us, you know, uh, at that point in the, of the game. And as a defense, you play defense, you know, you always want to play, make them play one more down, make them snap it again. Yep. And that's what we did, you know, and with me, uh, I think it was a, yeah, it was a two by two set. It was a wide formation. Ah, uh, Davis was out wide, if I'm not mistaken. He motioned in to create like a stack. He he ran like a quick under. McKenzie ran a speed out, and I can't remember what the ball was on, the, predicated on the hashes. On I think it was field. on the opposite hash, away from you. Okay, boom. So the ball bit opposite hash uh, on the opposite hash. I'm thinking drive concept because they they love those concepts. But then again. McKenzie was the receiver. He's their smallest receiver. He's not a possession type guy. So you have to think more of more outbreaking routes, more out and up, because that's more of his body structure. Yeah. If it was Davis in that position, like I made the play on the second one, he's more of a possession receiver, more of an inbreaking route receiver, which is McKenzie much more of a down the field and outbreaking guy. But anyway, McKenzie ended up running the outbreaking route. Um Josh breaks the pocket. I noticed that he breaks the pocket. I push McKenzie out of bounds because yep. in rule, once the quarterback breaks the pocket, you can push now, him out. You can push him out of bounds. So I pushes him out of bounds. And I'm Matt, if you go back and watch, I'm literally a centimeter away from stepping out of bounds myself. So i noticed it. I say, boom. I look at my feet. I'm like, oh, you back in bounds. Yeah. So now I notice that I'm back in bounds. Now I'm back in the field of play. Josh is still rolling. We all know Josh is a gun He trusts his armstring against anybody. You know, he's always looking to make that big play. And all week, you know, we always preached about, you know, just stay in coverage, man. Stay plastic to your guy because he just might give you one. And obviously McKenzie out of the play. I don't think he ever saw me. I noticed that he saw his tight end streaker back across the field, stepped in front of it, first pick. To, to continue to change the momentum after Dalvin um got that uh, big touchdown run.
1: Yeah. And and like I said, that jump started the offense because you guys went from being a situation where the Buffalo Bills could put points on the scoreboard to taking points away from them and putting points on the scoreboard mm-hmm. yourself. So that was one of the the timely game changing plays that we saw in four quarters of play. Let's fast forward mm-hmm. and you pull within four points of the Buffalo Bills. It's fourth and eighteenth. Yep. Fourth and eighteen. I'm I'm watching the game. By the way, I haven't screamed that much watching a football game in a long <laughs> time, man. Because I had to actually work, you know, could talk about all the games. And I and I I'm hollering like I don't got nothing to do, when my voice is needed. But I was screaming, and I'm pretty sure our, the fans, and listeners, were chiming in, taking us out. We appreciate you uh, for for giving us your ears and your eyes. But I'm pretty sure they were hollering too. But that fourth and eighteen. <laughs> Two minutes left, Justin Jefferson. Pat P, where were you on the sideline when we witnessed one of the best catches ever in the regular season,
0: in my opinion? I had the best seat in the house, Matt. If you go back and watch the tape, I was right there on the sideline. As soon as he caught it, I damn near jumped out my jacket. (laughs) I was like, oh my God, he really just caught that ball. But at the same time, hurry up and get in and get into hurry up offense so they don't have the opportunity to challenge but then when I yeah. when I looked at it on a jumbo screen I was like oh yeah that's a catch so we can we can we could settle down and get into our normal offense but I was right there on the sideline Mac. I was front row I saw it it happened and it helped us win the ball game
1: yeah and then when you talk about that drive that Justin was able to convert the fourth down on it's safe to say if he don't make that catch the likelihood of the Vikings finding a way yeah, to win you know. that ball game was going to be it was going to be hard. It was going to be tough. Yeah. But that drive ends with Kirk Cousins getting stuffed at the goal line. You know, they have the ball on a one inch yard, a one inch line. But what are you really, are you truly thinking in that situation? You know, knowing that they all they got to do is get the ball and just fall for a, a yard or so to create space and just basically milk the clock. And I saw you. You was you was right there on the line of scrimmage as the end man. And we all know exactly what they were going to do. But one thing we got to realize with the Buffalo Bills, you don't see Josh Allen under center a lot. That's not what they do. They are always in the shotgun formation. He's always in a position where he has space. He's never – he's he gets under the center, but that's not what they do. But right. let's. what was your reaction? What, your reaction when <clears throat> you noticed the ball was loose and now you go from – Seeing that it's a fumble, <laughs> to hoping you guys can recover it.
0: Matt I was front work, front row seat of that one too. <laughs> saw I saw the ball like soon as he took. Well, soon as the uh, the center hiked the ball, I saw the ball like leave Josh's hands and like hit mm-hmm. the path of the center. I'm like, oh crap, the ball is out. Then I see Harry jumps over. Then next thing you know, Harrison at the bottom. of Harrison Phillips at the bottom of the pile. Harrison Smith jumps on top of the pile on top of the pile and he got uh, Eric Kendricks being a missile in the pile yeah, he just literally yeah. just I don't know how he got to the bottom of the pile and got that ball it was an incredible um, you know for him to get down there and dig it out and get that ball for us and you know obviously create a turn uh, a turn a touchdown turnover and put us in position and you know to take the lead if possibly win the game in regulation mm-hmm. but yeah, man, that was that was crazy. You know, I but it, you know, I told the guys, you know, right before that, because it came out of a out of a TV timeout. I was like, man, because we had a timeout. I was like, we had one timeout in our back pocket. I said they had the half-yard line. This is the time to give us everything you got. Because you never know. We making them snap it one more time. Yeah. And I always say every single week, I don't know how we're gonna win the ball game, but we're gonna
1: win it. Hey, I, I saw I saw the video from NFL Films with you on the sideline. Who were you talking to? I don't know, but you said, "Man, listen, we're gonna win this ball game. I don't know how we're gonna win it, but we, we we're gonna win it." That's what you right. said.
0: Yeah, I, I saw, saw you.
1: Jordan Hicks. George you talked to Jordan Hicks. Hicks. Okay, okay. Yeah. I, I see you, leader. El Capitone. <laughs> I see you, Captain. Yeah. Hey, and so my thing is this: one thing I like about the Vikings right now, and I think our listeners and viewers would will agree with me, is that. You guys, it's never over. You, you sure. never get into a situation where you, 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 you bow bowing your head and you're like, man, okay, man, it's a wrap. You fight till the end. I, I like that because it becomes contagious. It becomes a habit. It, it trickles throughout the entire team. And that's what we're seeing. So the Vikings go up, right? But the Bills put together a nice drive. And I said to myself, I said, understand it and knowing the situation. And Pat P, you know how it is in the secondary. When you have that lead, but you're also fighting against the clock, you your style of play changes. You right. can't be too aggressive because you don't want to allow them to get a cheat one that not mm-hmm. only can put points on the scoreboard, but ultimately beat you. So when I saw it was like 40 plus seconds left on the clock, I said well, that might be too much time because they got to just get in the field goal range. That's it. Right. They just got to get in the field goal range. And lo and behold, that was enough time for Josh Allen to do what he's been called to do, which is drive the length of the field, not the length of the field, but half of the field to get in field goal range. But one thing i like to question with you, Gabe Davis. Sideline catch game in game speed, it looked like a catch, mm-hmm. but when they reviewed it while you guys were getting you know back to the line of scrimmage, it wasn't a catch. Why do you believe that play was not reviewed? Because if they would have reviewed that play, it would have been an incompletion, and that was a right. 20 plus yard that led to a potential you know opportunity to keep that <laughs> field goal a But why do you think that play was not reviewed? You know, Mag, I don't know.
0: Because I thought, you know, all plays that's close, especially with the time frame of the clock and the situation of the game, you know, everything is reviewable. So I really don't know why the play didn't get, you know, called down um, to get looked at. But I was on the opposite side of the field. But I saw our sideline, how animated they were on stand That was incomplete. And uh, I can't remember the time, uh, uh, how much time was on the clock. But apparently, you know, we couldn't challenge it, you know, so nah, you it, had to be, it, ha- it had to be under two minutes. Man.
1: Yeah, it was like you it know, was so. it, it was roughly maybe around 30 some <clears throat> seconds or something like that. It was a few seconds on
0: the clock. OK, so, yeah. So now it's incomplete. Uh, Now it's incomplete. Uh, Now we don't have opportunity to challenge it yeah. and the booth don't challenge it. So now we have to in that situation. Now we just got to play ball, you know, yeah. So uh, those guys I'll tell you what. Their stadium uh jumbo chorin guy. uh, Oh man, he might be the best in the league. Why do you say that? He don't show nothing that the Buffalo Bills do bad. (laughs) Yeah, that's how it's supposed to be. That that's how it's supposed to be. Pat P, what do you
1: think was what was going wrong for you guys during that sequence leading to that touch that, that that field goal? Because it seemed like they were able to get completed passes, not to mention get passes caught but also rook the sideline, get out of bounds because they didn't have any timeouts. What what was kind of going wrong for you guys during that sequence?
0: Man, um, you know, I just think for the most part, you know, they did a good job of, you know, getting guys, they understand what, they understood what we was in. So, you know, the guys who we're typically reading are now chipping and now they're running deeper routes with the receivers, which we don't, like you said, we don't want to give them deep shot. Mm-hmm. to those guys give them a cheap one so at the end of the day we wanted to do our best to you know ha- make them dink and dunk because they didn't have any timeouts yep try to tackle them in bounce. but they, like I said they did a great job of showing protection tipping those guys and getting those guys out late and that's honestly and it was Josh Allen just scrambling for the most part mm-hmm. you know so we just got to do a better job of uh, just trying to keep those guys in pounds. You know, but I th- I thought the call was right. But I think, you know, those guys did a great job of uh, scheming up um, on that particular drive.
1: Yep. And that particular drive, they kicked the field goal, forced the game into overtime, coin toss in overtime, Vikings received the ball. The drive looked real good. That first opening drive for for, Vi- for the Vikings at overtime looked real good. It, was, it looked promising, right? Then you get down inside the five-yard line, Kirk gets sacked forces you back a little bit, had to settle for a Joseph field goal. Okay, cool. Buffalo, they gets an opportunity to show what they can do. Buffalo got some things going. They drove basically the length of the football field driving, not just in field goal range, but they're trying to score. They're trying to end it. If you don't know about the overtime rules in the NFL, the first team to score a touchdown, I'm sorry, if the first possession is not does not end in a touchdown and it ends in a field goal. The opposing team got a chance to do the same thing, so they can score a touchdown. Right. Bill's looking good <clears throat> driving it overtime. But here's where the GOAT, as the kids call him today. <laughs> here's, here's where one of the best corners in the National Football League. You can say whatever you want to say. Numbers don't lie, and film don't lie. Steps in with a walk-off, <laughs> walk-off interception. Our guy Pat Pat Pete, I was I was standing up because this is how I am. I don't know how you guys are watching us or listening to us on the podcast. <laughs> like when I watch and I root for a team and when things go well, I don't move. So, what you mean you don't move? I don't move, Pat P. You,
0: you just stay still.
1: I stay like, so I was laying in the bed. I was not in the bed, but on top of the bed, right, Pat P? And I had my legs crossed. So that second half when y'all boys started to bounce back, right, I didn't move. I ain't go nowhere. I ain't go nowhere. <laughs> and then, then that fourth down, those fourth down plays, that with that catch for Justin when he caught, I didn't move. I don't change how. The, I don't. I'm not one of those guys that watch the game and I go sit here. No, no, I'm not going nowhere. Man, listen, I'm going to five. I'm not changing my energy. I believe my energy plays a big part in whoever I'm rooting for. So I'm going to keep everything the same. But during that overtime drive, I said, oh, shit. I said, boy, they driving. Boy, I feel like them boys, man, for the Vikings, standing on eggshells. You can't really move how you want to move. I said, man, they got them on the heels. But I said, all you got to do is bow your back, keep the roof on the house. Worst case scenario, make them settle for a field goal. But I saw I, what I did was I said, "Man, forget this, man. I got to get closer to the TV." I stood up. You know, you know how it is. Sometimes, even though the TV ain't, it ain't that big of a distance, I'm in the hotel. Room. I said, "Let me get closer to the screen and see what's going on." Josh Allen, shotgun formation. He looks to the left. He looks to the right. I said, "If you're looking to the right, the left corner is Pat P. Take us through that play. Take us through that play, Pat P. Where you in, man? Were you in quarters? Were you in zone? What were you in? And take us through." What you saw because you were on Gabe Davis, if I'm not mistaken, correct?
0: Yeah, yeah, I was on Gabe Davis, man. Mm-hmm. I could show you in my notes. Routes that Gabe Davis run, post, did slant occasionally. If he's if it's two by two, open set. And he'll he'll give you a glance route if he's that ex receiver uh in a cut split with the running back, you know, to his side. So therefore so does that. Only apply in the field, or
1: does that apply in that the red applies, zone as
0: well? Everywhere, that everywhere, everywhere. And okay, Buffalo big concept in the red zone is laser, meaning the number two receiver is like a clear out guy, he's basically running to the opposite pylon. Mm-hmm. And that, uh, the number two, the number one receiver behind him because he's the clear out guy is running a dig. That's basically the concept they ran for me to pick that off. And they also like to run a double Dino, which is a double post. Double post, is. red
1: zone beater. That's a red zone yeah.
0: beater. That's a quarter of the beater. And that's what mm-hmm. we was saying. Everybody loves to run that. That's that's those guys two main concepts. And with me going back to my film study, me being on Gabe Davis at the time, I'm like, all right, man, this guy, here, he's an inside breaking receiver. He showed me that all game. He didn't give me nothing else. All game like we talked about. He showed me something on tape. And, he, and, it, and it validated itself in in, in in the game. I was like, oh, yeah, it's crunch time. If he run this route, I'm going to go pick this ball up. You can ask his wife. white. The only, I was on their sideline. I said, Trey, if they come into this side, I'm about to pick this ball up. And lo and behold, we was in quarters. I knew Josh Lewis was in quarters. They ran the, the laser concept. Mm-hmm. And then motioned over. They tried to hide it. It started off in a bunch motioned him over, ended up in a two-by-two set, ran the laser concept, 85 was a playwright guy. Josh thought he, thought he had it, and like I said, Josh is a guy that trusts his arm strength. He's yeah. a slinger. Coach alluded to it all week. Stay plastered into your coverage. Stay tight into your coverage. He just might throw you one and not be doggone. He, he threw
1: you two. one. He threw you one. Man, listen, man, that that, that right there, man, is... That's how that's that's how you end the game, and that's how you continue to build on something special. <clears throat> Not just from you as an individual, but overall team related. Like you guys got something special going. And seven, as y'all boys see, this is number. This ain't no. This ain't no soft number jersey, by the way. <laughs> this this ain't no little. You know the little replica. Yeah, y'all this, this ain't no soft number. This is authentic right here. This is authentic. Yes, I forgot how tight these game worn jerseys is. Pat P. Yeah, I bet man. they can breathe in this sucker.
0: I, I see, but well, hey, it.
1: it's only right though. <laughs> it's only right that I rock seven. How crazy was the celebration that ensued after your your game clinching game winning interception? Talk about the celebration!
0: I, the celebration on the field, yeah, on the field, man. It, it was dope, man. Because like you know, these these are the things that we talk about. You know, going back to training camp, like defense win ball games, and at the end of the day. As a defense, we've been winning ball games. You know, mm-hmm. coach, our defensive back coach called called the secondary closers. We are the closers, and we take that to heart because every single week is called upon us to close out the game. Mm-hmm. And what better position that you want to be in to have an opportunity to close out a game, have an opportunity to put the team on your back, have an opportunity to make a play? Is no better way. want it you know so now i embrace the closer attitude i embrace the closer attitude you know so that's why i got that mumbo that mumbo mentality mumbo forever on the day man i like it i
1: like it and most people are calling that game the game of the year is that something you realize you recognize in the moment like the back and forth how entertaining it is do you recognize that in the moment pat p or you just kind of stay dialed in and do what you're supposed to do
0: Man, honestly, just stay out there and do what you're supposed to do. We understood, you know, the ramification of this game. You know, even the night before, you know, just Coach talking about this is mm-hmm. this game, you know, it's not going to be a make or break game, but this is going to be the closest thing to a playoff game. This is mm-hmm. going to be two good football teams going at it. You ain't too much bad you can do, but it's going to come down on Who can sustain, you know, the momentum at the right time? Who can make the plays at the right time? Who can take care of the football at the right time? You know, and it came down to be us. You know, so um, I won't necessarily say, you know, in the moment, you can tell that it was, you know, the game of the year because you obviously don't know what's going on around the league. But after the game, looking at it and just – going back through the memory log and just like, damn, we was down 17. Like we scored, we went up seven. Then they scored 24 and points. Then, you know, after halftime, they only scored six points in the, in the second half. Like that's like, that was crazy, you know, to think about, you know, on the plane ride home and obviously seeing, you know, some of the feedback from, you know, all, all of the, um, you know, social media feeds. That's when it started to hit me like, damn, that really was like a game for the ages. Yeah.
1: Personally, you seem to have a lot of success against Josh Allen. Why is that? And were you a little surprised to see that he was going to get the start?
0: No, I was not surprised that Josh was going to get the start. You know, I mean, those guys just came off of a loss. Off of a loss. You know, um, you know, you wasn't really hearing too much that it was really, really serious. You know, he was listening to this day-to-day. You know, anytime you hear a guy, especially of his caliber, this, this is as day-to-day. They're doing everything in their power to play. You know, mm-hmm. so um, he was the guy who uh, that we were preparing for, for. We was not surprised to see him on the football field. And, you know, going back to, you know, like you said, my success against him. Because my first time I played him, I should have had four. Four picks against him. I dropped three of them. <laughs> right in my face. But it's just I like I like playing against gunslingers that's all. They're going to give you opportunities. <laughs> They're going to give you chances. They're going to give that's you chances. All. Yes that's
1: sir. All. Pat P man, how it was it was your time to shine on the uh on, on the, the 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 club Club what what, what what do y'all y'all travel Delta?
0: What what Yeah, we yeah, we travel Delta.
1: On Club Delta, Delta. <laughs> club Delta is what they call it. How crazy was the plane ride home? And did you know you were gonna put on you gonna put on the honorary
0: ice to say no, the least? Man. I, I did not know I was gonna be picked to put the ice on, man. Z Z kind of bullied me into doing that, man. I'm like, man, no, nah, man, let Kirk do it. That's the that's the that's the uh the tradition right now. But let Kirk do it. It's like, no nah, man, you won the game for us, man. Like you closed out the game. Like, no, nah, man, you do it. I was like, no, nah, man, no, nah, can I ain't doing it. So I ended up going to the back, uh, the restroom, used the restroom real quick, came back out. I was like, man, you know what? I'll do it. The next thing you know, team you know, player. Sur- yeah, I- team sur- player. Sur- they started they-, they start icing me up. I was like, all right, here we go, <laughs> 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 not knowing where it was gonna go. So I ended up doing it uh, this week, which is which was uh, pretty cool. Yeah, the guys love it, man. I just love the the camaraderie that.
1: Yeah, bring guys together. And, and even though I know that's not who you are, because, you know, you're more mellow, more laid back. But yeah. being able to get in that element, that, that, that does something to the morale of the yeah. team guy, and, and the guys will follow suit. Because if Kirk is doing it,
0: right. you already know, They
1: for Pat. if they asking for Pat P to do it, you got to do it.
0: I got it. I had to do it, man. You had, I had to, to do, do it.
1: it. <laughs> hey, and you know what I'm about to bring up next, and I'm going to tell what? you this much. I appreciate our fans. <laughs> For chiming in and being up, faithful man. listeners, because someone hit me up on Twitter. Yes, sir. Someone hit me up on Twitter <laughs> and said, "B Mac,
0: you already know that he got okay. the white again."
1: What you about to say? He got the <laughs> white. I just want my tribute. That's all I want. <laughs> he got to wear the white again.
0: Hey, I told you, Mac. The white is on from here on out.
1: Only someone, time, hey, someone only saw you had he on the LSU cleats too.
0: Those are the I've been wearing. Yeah. White, I've, been, I've been rocking those every week. But the only time I may not wear the white pleats, and letting fans know now, is Green Bay because it's gonna be cold. I gotta wear spikes. I don't have white spike pleats.
1: Well, we were that's weeks down the line. We were about that now.
0: But I'm just late. Yeah. And,
1: and Pat P, hold on. Wait a minute. What? I'm glad you brought that up. You Pat P. Man, you got enough resources to get you some white spikes. We are not going for that. What are you talking about, not, man, you, man, Come on. All right.
0: That, that's what no, we. Right. That's what. That's your excuse. You're right, man. But I like. You're right. All right. You're right.
1: My bad, man. You got enough, man. You got enough, man. We ain't talking about that. You make a call and say, man. Listen, I need some white Nikes looking like what I had on <laughs> with, with studs. So I need that. You can get that done. And one right. thing I like to say as well. Before we transition, Pat P, your numbers. What you got? Three interceptions.
0: Yeah.
1: What? Twelve PBUs.
0: Yeah.
1: Twelve PBUs. You're on pace to. You're on pace to have six interceptions, seven interceptions. You're on pace to have twenty plus PBUs. Right now, is you and I think Sauce Gardner lead all cornerbacks in PBUs if I'm not mistaken, I think you and Sauce. Mm -hmm. Sauce has 13. I'm sorry. (laughs) Sauce has one more than you. Pat and Diggs from the Cowboys, tied for number two at 12. Now, the thing about that conversation when you talk about Sauce Gardner (laughs) and Diggs, Pat P was the guy everybody said was washed up. He was the senior of the group. He was grandpa. He was holding on by a thread. He wasn't and he was just surviving that's what they were saying pat p ain't got nothing left in the tank he he just he just a body right now but then when you turn the tape and you look at the stat the stat sheets pat p is up there with the the who's of who in regards to the cornerback play and i think it's only right pat p that we give the folks at pff some tribute. <laughs> you are the highest cornerback <laughs> From the folks at PFF, they gave our guy some tribute. They graded it right. They said you had a 90 plus <laughs> rating. You had a 90 plus rating. Highest coverage grade out of all cornerbacks <clears throat> in the National Football League this weekend. More of the story is Pat P ain't washed up. More of the story is Pat P is one of the best corners in the game right now. More of the story is still, still, even though his Hall of Fame jacket is already being materialized as we speak. He's still one of the best. It's not just about being a Pro Bowl-like corner. Pat P, your trajectory is headed to all pro. That's where it's going right now. Not to mention, you're one of the catalysts and one of the top defenses in the National Football League, and you guys are 8-1. Definitely have your eyes set. On a playoff spot when it when that time's come. What what do you have to say for all the naysayers that doubted you out in the city wash? And, and, was and they still trying to say you still wash, they're still saying, well, he he had a he got lucky and he had an all right game.
0: God did. Okay. They didn't believe in us. They didn't believe in Pat P. God, God did. did. All <laughs> I'm gonna continue to do show up every I ain't gonna say every. How, how do people say back at uh back at the crib? Air, air, air Sunday, day. Air Sunday. Air you're day. gonna see the same tenacity, the same energy energy, same passion, and the same playmaking every week. We. Ain't nothing gonna change. And Pat P. Man, I'm built <laughs> for this, man. I, I I can't help that God made me a damn good football player. I just can't help that. He blessed me with a talent that lasts me longer than some. Can't help that why he mad at me, Matt? I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 don't know. I can't I, I, help that. I, Thank I, you, Lord. God, God did. There he did. And he's <laughs> going to
1: continue to do. And we're going to ride this wave, baby. No we're going to ride it. this wave week by week. Week by week, we're going to ride this wave. So whatever they're doing to motivate our guy, Pat P, who they say 32 years old, but he's old and washed up, keep motivating him and keep trying. Keep trying, and you keep talking your trash out there too. I like when that like South Florida come out. You, you. like it, Oh boy, like when it. that South Florida come out, of my <laughs> say, yeah, boy, little well, boy, you better buckle up, boy. It's game time. Hey, that South Florida hey. come
0: out, Pat P. Boy, tell you know it's time. Yes, I'm sir. Make, I'm gonna tell you, making me do that, man. Who that? My daddy. A matter of fact, <laughs> he called me.
1: He told me. He showed me the text message he sent you about getting two of them things. He showed me the text hey, message about you getting two of them up.
0: things. He gasped me up, cat. Man, listen. And, and, and my defensive back coach, Devontae Jones. That's my guy, man. He he know how to get me right as well, man. Get me in that in that zone, be locked in, and just flip that switch.
1: Yeah. Real quick, last question before we get to our giveaway. We got an outstanding updated information for you guys in regards to the giveaway. Which <laughs> biggest regular season win and how long for you? This past Sunday against Buffalo. That's the biggest regular season win in how long? Or is it the biggest regular season win you've been a part of?
0: Uh, Man, it's, it's right up there, Matt. I, I would definitely say that's my top game, regular season game of the year. After, uh, Right before, almost similar situation, played the Rams in 2014. Mm-hmm. That was my, uh, my diabetes year. Um, I got two picks in that game as well. We was down 10, I believe. Can't remember exactly what the score was. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got Davis. Got him twice. That's the one I tipped, tipped to myself and scored. Yep. Uh, I pretty much won that game. That was a pretty wild game. Um, but this one right here, this one was by far the best just because the elements of it. On the road, against the Super Bowl, favorite, mm-hmm. you know, quality of quality opponent. Quarterback, you know, just everything on the line, you know. So, and for us to show the grit and the belief, the belief in one another to come back from that deficit, it was a uh, quite remarkable.
1: No question, something that we will remember, and we also will look back on too, depending on how things work out throughout the season for both ball clubs. Now, right. before we transition to our break and get ready for the Cowboys preview, we got big time news in regards to our giveaway. Right, Morgan Cook is our winner of the most recent Patrick Peterson Signed Hat giveaway. This week, this week, we have a major one for all you listeners and watchers checking us out on YouTube. The two LSU stars dominated on sun, on Sunday, right? Against the Bills. So we are going to give away a Justin Jefferson and Patrick Peterson signed Vikings mini helmet. Right. We already got this signature. We just got to make sure we pick the Randall fan to give this to. Like I said, a Authentic mini helmet signed by the two LSU stars, Patrick Peterson, Justin Jefferson. To enter, you must like, subscribe, comment, scroll, scroll on you on YouTube. But you also have to hit us with a follow and a comment on any other platform we are on, like Apple Podcasts, Twitter, TikTok, or Instagram. All those all those handles are in the episode description. So what's up next? Mini helmet, Viking mini helmet signed by Pat Pete and Justin Jefferson. Jeff- Justin Jefferson, all you need to do to try to win is must hit the like, subscribe button, comment, scroll on YouTube, and make sure you follow and comment on all our pa- platforms that we're on, Apple Podcasts, Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, and we're going to pick a random winner, random winning, winner. Like I said, the, the helmet is fire. You got Two great players signed already, and they went to LSU as well. So this is going to be a big one. So like I said, shout out to Morgan Cook. You just won the most recent sign hat. But this time up, we got a mini helmet signed by Justin Jefferson and Patrick Peterson. Hey, you guys know what you need to do. Get it done. And hopefully you are the lucky winner. Hey, we about to take a quick break. When we come right back, it's a new task coming up for the Minnesota Vikings. Big, big, big stage once again. Dallas yeah. Cowboys coming to town. Check us out just in a few. We back, ladies and gents. Once again, Cowboys preview. The Cowboys up next had a ooh, unexpected loss to the Green Bay Packers on the road. They will be on the road once again. This game is, is the CBS game of the week with a lot of eyes on this ball game regardless. But this is also what they call the Cowboys America's team. You're going up against a team that has playoff aspirations, playing pretty good football, starting to get healthy as well. Uh, are there certain opponents that you get juice for more so than others, Pat Pete?
0: Uh, Cowboys is one of them. Mm-hmm. You know, just because I know it's going to be a big game. I know it's going to be not necessarily a big game. I just know, you know, the media is going to tread to be, you know, a big game. You know, it's gonna yep. always tend to be on Monday night for, you know, every time I play them or, you know, a game of the week type situation or Sunday night, you know, so I, I love having an opportunity to play against those guys because the lights are always bright. And um, here's another opportunity, you know, for me to to shine under the bright lights again, you know, I I have plans of going out there making plays for this defense again. You know, that's what I'm called upon to do. And I don't waver for that. You know, that's what, you know, that's what I, that's what I love to do each and every week. So, Another episode coming to you soon, Sunday. No question. I know you're not
1: aware of this, but the odd makers out in Vegas believe the Cowboys should be the favorites. So you guys are kind of the underdogs going into this ball game. Yet, and still, you have the better record of the two teams. So, do you feel slighted? Do you feel some type of way hearing that? You know, in regards of, to what the odd makers out of Vegas feels, they they have you guys as the underdog.
0: Well, you know, Mac, it's crazy. Uh, I don't really. Like, pay attention to the, like, the um that the spread stuff, especially when I'm playing. Mm-hmm. But I had an interview this morning. He said the same thing. And I didn't know how to take that, to be quite honest with you. Yeah. as a slight or they just think the cowboys, the cowboys are, you know, what is it, a point and a half, I think? Uh, I think it's like a, a point and a half, something like that. Almost yeah, two a point, point and a half. Point and a half better than us. At the end of the day, that's irrelevant to us. You know, we just want to be able to go out there and, and stick to the strip, you know, stick to the process by going out there, putting together a great week of preparation and uh letting it showcase itself on Sunday. So yep. we'll see what happens on Sunday, Matt.
1: No question. We'll see. And <laughs> regards of the Cowboys offense, Dak Prescott is back healthy. Ezekiel Elliott didn't play. Against the Green Bay Packers, we don't know his status just yet. No more Amari Cooper, who you know extremely well, but they do have CD Lamb, who is the clear-cut number one guy in regards to the wide receivers uh, for the Cowboys. I know you haven't really got all the way involved in your film study, but just kind of knowing just who he is as a as a player and knowing that's their go-to guy, you know how impressive has he been in year one as their future wide receiver?
0: I think he's been pretty solid. You know, I had an opportunity to watch those guys yesterday um against the uh, uh against the packers you know so um he like you said he's very much involved in that office you know dak is that's one of his primary targets when he dropped back to pass you know so you know we have to be able to get you know understand where he is his location and certain formation get hands on him disrupting routes you know that he's a guy that really don't like you know contact or to be you know in the mix of things so just got to make it tough for him you know make it dirty for him make it money for him you know, make him make him work for everything you know so um obviously we know we got uh you know our tasks cut out us, our hands um mm-hmm. uh, full i don't know but i have you know all the trust in the world that it will will come up with a great game plan to put us in in a position to be successful
1: what type of atmosphere are you expecting, Pat P? Number one, anytime you play at home, it's always going to be loud, it's always going to be an, an electrifying atmosphere. But you guys are 8-1. and one. You're the talk of the town. People are starting to really pay attention to what you're doing. And now you're at home after a huge win against the Bills, playing against the Dallas Cowboys. What are you expecting from the home crowd this Sunday?
0: Um, I think with it being a game of the week, I'm, I expect a little extra juice. I expect this to be... Who we played last at home? Was it the Cardinals? Yeah, because you had Washington and you had Buffalo. Yep, it was the Cardinals. Yeah, so I expect it to be Green Bay type atmosphere, Mm. like Mm. loud, like super loud. I mean, because the fans, you know, the fans are always behind us. And now being in the position that we're in, you know, we know we're in a position – to be playing for home for the advantage now, (laughs) you know what I mean? And and they understand how important that they are for us. And quite frankly, it's real. It's real now. Like this this is positioning season now. And that's what it's all about. And we need our fans to be at their very best, just as they expect us to be at our very best on Sundays.
1: And with that being said, it's prediction time. It's prediction Uh-oh. time. Yes, sir. It's prediction time. You're playing against the Cowboys. Defensively, they didn't have their best effort against the Green Bay Packers. Michael Parsons wasn't as impactful as he's been, but we know that defense can go. Offensively for them, they're a team that loves to utilize the run and the pass. So what yeah. I'm going to say right here is prediction time. Prediction time. Minnesota. 26. Cowboys, 20. Vikings winning. Like 26 20 Vikings win off to being nine and one in 10 games of play.
0: And Pat P. I like it. I'm eight and one this year. Hey, man, you rolling, dog. I'm eight and one this year. <laughs> you rolling, year. dog. Yes, hey, sir. Don't move when you watch the game on Sunday. Hey, hey, whenever y'all start doing something right,
1: don't you ain't gotta worry about that. I ain't moving. <laughs> whenever, whenever that thing go to flowing, now when y'all start tripping and ain't working, I'm gonna be I'm Get everywhere. Closer to
0: the TV. I got to find a spot.
1: I'm on this couch. I'm on you that corner. Find work. You gotta I gotta find work. But when I find work, hey, when davin broke that long one, I said, Yes, sir. I ain't going nowhere. Hey, even if I gotta use the bathroom. I'm not moving. I'ma hold it. I'ma hold it. <laughs> hey, you know how you laying on the top of the bed? And that area, that one area just warm, and everything else a little chill. Uh-huh. Well, yeah. I was super warm, boy. I wasn't going nowhere. <laughs> I wasn't going nowhere. I cozy. <laughs> hey, I'm pretty sure we got some listeners and viewers that do the same thing I do when the guards are rooting for your favorite team. But Pat Pete, it's all right. You got two last week. It's all right to go get you another two if you want to. Why not? Why not? Yeah. Why Guess not? what, Matt? Guess what? What's what happened? God did. No question, God did. <laughs> I need I need I need that ball to find you, man. Like like, like, like a cold can find any one of us, man. It just it just hits you. football to need, find you. I
0: need the Wilson virus. I need the Wilson virus.
1: <laughs> allow that Wilson to find you. Go ahead and get you two of them things. And I got my prediction yeah, right now. 2620. Let's that's see. That's what I'm gonna do. Exactly. Man. If I end
0: off, if I end off the year leading the pick, I mean leading league in picks, I'm gonna come out with some hoodies. Wilson flu, uh, Wilson virus. I like because I, like I caught uh, it, Matt. Because I caught it, you caught it last week.
1: You caught that Wilson virus last week. You caught I it,
0: they sure so did, and it's
1: still in your system, so ain't all did, the way out yet. Man. They ain't all the way out yet. That was just yesterday, they
0: ain't all the way out yet. Hey, it's showing sure up,
1: It's showing sure
0: no question. The hey, Viking fans, make <laughs> sure you get there it's early,
1: it's still in here, it's still in your, your bloodstream. No question. <laughs> hey, and the thing is, too, it ain't a road game. So I think y'all should do something. Even at home game, Pat Pete. even though y'all don't get on the plane together, y'all have the Club Delta dropping on the plane at the big <laughs> win. Y'all got to have – it's only right y'all do something in the locker room. Hey, well, did I see the owner dancing in the locker room?
0: Oh, man. Yeah, you saw Zig. That was Zig.
1: That was Zig cutting the rug? Yes, sir. Man, I thought I would he hey Lori, hey, you remember the movie Weekend and Bernie's? Oh yeah. That's who he, I thought he was about Bernie in the dance. I said, man, is that weekend and bernies? Yeah.
0: <laughs> walking, in, hey, hey, walk walking into the beach.
1: No question. I said, man, weekend in birdies, man. But he caught the vibe as well, man. That's dope. Everybody's catching that vibe in Minnesota. Make sure you guys who are tuning in and go and check out the game live. Get there early. Make sure you got your purple on. And of course, we're giving a mini helmet next week, man. So make sure you do everything you do to be able to qualify to get the mini helmet. From yours truly, B-Mac. From Pat P. Go get hey, you Matt. two more. From press Prescott. Have you picked off press Prescott yet?
0: I haven't, but, Matt, check this out. You ain't seen it. I did my shout-out to LeBron. I did my silence after after Coach gave me the game ball. I ain't see that. Oh, you ain't see the silence. Uh-uh. uh-uh, uh-uh. I ain't see that. But run it back, and, y- and y'all I make sure y'all practice on y'all in the uh, turnover sales. I'm doing, doing, that, I'm doing that Sunday. I'm doing that Sunday. That's what you're going to do? So, LeBron, look out for your boy. I'm, le- I'm doing that Sunday.
1: All right. Shout-out to LeBron. Pat said when he go get this interception, he got a special tribute to LeBron. And he's te- he's saying that right now. So we're going to appreciate that. I know, and I know he's
0: a Cowboys fan, too. Oh, he I, gonna gonna be know he, I know he's going to be watching. Yeah, he's going to be
1: watching. He was watching this past Sunday because he tweeted out, got to be game of the year. This game is crazy or something like that. Yeah. So he watched this. So go ahead and All give him the disappointment that he's deserving of getting as a Cowboys fan. <laughs> what a <else>? loss. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. we got we gotta come up I there and like do a show there. up there, man. Skol
1: nation, man. I know you can be you gonna be on the field, but we need to bring all things covered up there, man, one Sunday, man, for a game, man, and get Skol nation oh, fired up.
0: I agree. I think we definitely need to do a game, like a game. I come right up there after the show. Just almost how Thursday night football had their little set. Yeah. Uh-huh. We need to make us old. All things cover set, cat Hey, I'm with it. I am with it. I think that would be dope. So we let's let's
1: see. You keep winning let's and we're gonna keep tracking. Yeah. All right, Pat P. be, be safe, get the ready. We're gonna see you on Sunday.